What's up, everybody? It's Will with Schedule Fly, and here we are, our third uh, interview with the Chai Pani Group today with Nick Barr. We're over here at Buxton Hall Barbecue, also in Asheville, and uh, if you've been to Asheville, you hopefully have been to Buxton Hall. This place is phenomenal. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to, we might, we might, it's a short interview because I'm going to dive into a bunch of this food. Uh, but uh, Nick is a chef, kitchen manager here, and uh, was kind enough to take some time to wrap with me today. So thank you very much, Nick. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I'm looking forward to talking with you. All right, man. So we were just talking about working hard and playing hard, part, being part of the industry. What's, uh, what's your background in hospitality? Uh, my whole background, I guess, is in hospitality. You know, I started when I was 15 years old washing dishes and, and you know, slinging pizza and roasting oysters. And then I was down in the Piedmont in North Carolina and I moved moved here to Asheville as a teenager and started working with Asheville Pizza Company and uh, just fell in love with service and, and food, really. You know, so hit a real deep place in my heart and I just, I fell in love with it and I can't stop, can't stop trying to take care of people and I just love food, basically, you know. Love food and love taking care of people. You're in the right yeah. place. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been at Buxton Hall? I've been here going on two years now. How long so. has Buxton been open? Is it? This will be our fourth, fourth year, year when we have okay. our, about three and a half years right now. So, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, I started working in, in restaurants when I was really young and then couldn't get out, I guess. I just fell in love with it and ended up working at Wild Wing Cafe which is a block down the street for almost 11 years. Oh, wow. Kind of developed uh, a taste for, you know, integrity in the food and kind of got burnt out on the corporate side of things and just felt like there's so much more to the service industry than just making money and, and trying to trying to just get by, you know. So started started my own condiment company a couple years after that. And oh, yeah. Local... Local ingredients, trying to get close to local agriculture and support local farmers and kind of this particular area, maybe the mountains or the, the people, whatever it is, there's, there's so much integrity here in the food and so many good people that want to put the time and energy and the love into the food that's not, you know, commercial and industrial agriculture, I think, is kind of a burden. Um, so, yeah, so being in that kind of corporate atmosphere for for years just kind of developed the taste for more integrity and started doing my own thing on the side and then eventually just had to get out of it and I started working for a company called uh, Valley Gourmet and it's kind of like food delivery service and I was introduced to the core values of business at that point and kind of fell in love with this idea that you can change the world through service and you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you're, you know, filling somebody's water, if you're giving somebody food, if you're delivering food, if you're growing it or, you know, whatever it is. And, and here in Asheville, it's the same thing with the brewery scene. Like, even if you're just pouring a beer for somebody, there's there's a lot more to it than than just making money and getting by. There's it, It's the interaction to me that has so much value, I think. And there's real service and real hospitality. So kind of got inspired by that stuff when I was younger and, and got out of the corporate side of, you know, food and kind of realized I can't work in an office so yeah I, uh, I started my own farm you know about three years ago and uh, market garden style small-scale agriculture trying to get familiar with permaculture and kind of long-term solutions for being able to create integrity in a food system that can stay local and um, that's really difficult to make money in so <laughs> yeah decided yeah. to get back into the industry you know and just kind of like 
everything kind of just fell into place one day and I walked in the door and started talking to Elliot and this Bucks and Halls kind of, I feel like everything that I've done maybe for most of my life has just kind of been leading me here to find something really mm-hmm. important, you know? Had you been, had, were you a customer here or? Did I had been, yeah. I was yeah. definitely familiar and I'd, I'd sold, you know, vegetables to these guys and kind of like was aware of the integrity that they had in their product and, you know, familiar with Vandell Farms, familiar with all the local chefs and kind of what, what they were doing. And I had, you know, I'd been a fan of, of Elliot's food at the Admiral and, you know, for six or eight years before ever actually shaking his hand and coming in and talking to him about job opportunity and just kind of told him what I was trying to do. You know, I'm, I want to do something that makes me feel good. Yeah. Mm. 11 years you were in at Wild Wing? Yeah. Yeah. Almost was about 10 and a half years. Yeah. I mean, did you, was this an evolution of your thinking or? Yeah, for sure. You know, I was just a, I was just a young, dumb kid when I started, you know, I walked in the door at Wild Wing Cafe cause I needed, uh, I needed a paycheck, you know, and I was started out as a prep cook there making something like $7 an hour, you know, something crazy. And over the years, you know, work and time just kind of like took over whatever position was next. And it's the hospitality industry offers, it has these opportunities to continue to move up and climb up a ladder. And that's what I did. I just kept working hard and became assistant kitchen manager, kitchen manager. We went and opened a bunch of stores and then, you know, moved to the front of the house and started focusing on hospitality and service and like really fell in love with hosting and taking care of people and being able to impact their lives just through simple service, you know? And for me, I had this internal conflict of, well, I'm doing this thing that I love, but I'm doing it in a place that at the time I didn't feel had a lot of, uh, just a lot of integrity for what I thought I wanted to, to kind of represent. And, and that's mostly because the industrial agriculture side of thing that I, I was fortunate enough, you know, when I moved up here to the mountains to have really good friends, um, that kind of introduced me to this, I don't want to say idealistic kind of vision of life, but this definitely like better way of living that, that I, it's resonated with me ever since I heard about it, you know, and see small scale agriculture and and farms and the integrity of, and the love that people put into what it is that they're trying to create, you know? So that, that kind of started like blossoming in the back of my mind as I'm working this, you know, corporate job and kind of realized there has to be something else out there. And then not having really any resources or, or outlets to, to do it for myself. I think, um, I just had this idea one day to start, making gourmet condiments you know and it's barbecue sauces and hot sauces and um mustard so i paired up with highland brewing company and Asheville brewing company and started making beer mustards and then started working with like jake's farm and a couple other organic farms in town and making hot sauce um going to hendersonville and getting fresh apples making apple butter and like created this little condiment line um with some friends of mine in the past and kind of did that for three or four years and realized slinging wings is not what I wanted to be doing, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you felt a lot more fulfilled with what you were doing yeah, on the side. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So, um, and that kind of that, that the taste of that, like in integrity, I guess is just it's what I like to say, but I think the fulfillment also, and just feeling like I'm doing something that's wholesome. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of stuck with me ever since to the point of driving me away from any paycheck and job and trying to create my own farm and, um, 
focus on this like small scale agriculture vision that I have for multiple. I, I like to kind of compare it to the breweries here in Nashville. You know, if, how many breweries can you possibly handle? It's like, right. well, I think probably infinite, you know, like how many small scale farms can you really handle as, as many as we can produce, you know? And I think to the model of the brewery here and the breweries and the microbrewery scene here in Nashville, I would love to see that kind of reflected in a, um, a market garden, small scale kind of agriculture type model where you have around every block, you have another small farm, you know, and they're pumping out root vegetables and, and greens and eggs and, you know, goat cheese and fresh milk and wh- whatever it is. Yeah. Everybody has their own IPA, you know, everybody's got their own lettuce mix, whatever. It's, right, it's right. better. I think there's, I think there's a big impact that that can have on, on just society in general. And, maybe thinking a little too much about it because it's my own dream to be to be in that position providing those things but uh i think that that's that's the direction i would like to see things go as far as food and my idea of what food is and what it's gonna you know be uh, at least here regionally i don't know there's a lot of like A lot of crazy questions that go through my head as far as the state of the world and the the state of our food system and yeah. our, our food health and um, a lot of stuff that I think is really unhealthy for for the environment, but also just for our own well being. Yeah, yeah. I think like it it gets hard to sustain all that for sure, and it's it's uh it's something that that um that requires a lot of a lot of change and a lot of deep thought a and a lot, lot of, of hard work a lot of hard work yeah, yeah. A, a lot of hard work and a lot of support from from other people that feel the same way and uh well talk about buxton i mean talk about where you're i mean I, i've spoken to elliot before to talk a little bit about you know where you're sourcing your ingredients here and and what his uh vision is for that and where he draws the line and um yeah i think i mean i think he kind of draws his own line and before he even opened buxton the the, the main goal was having healthy healthy hogs you know yeah. having having a healthy system that's providing the stuff you know we can't we could never bring in commodity hogs here yeah. and and cook them and it's a you can it's the taste sure and it's the flavor and it's it's but really it's just the value of of what you're supporting and that's kind of the reflective part of you know recognizing that stuff when I was younger and kind of feeling that way when I walked in the door here I just knew that this is the type of place that I need to be you know the type of place that I can support and work hard for and it takes so much more work to raise those hogs you know Larry and Kathleen just like they're 24-7 dude and they're always available and there there's so much care and love that goes into that uh, product and producing that that it's just like it carries over into into the restaurant it carries over into the employees it carries over onto the customers like and it it is it's the flavor it's the integrity it's all that but it's also the feeling of of knowing that you're doing something wholesome and and not cutting corners and supporting other people you know yeah for sure for sure so the first time i ever walked into buxton hall i came in to sell them some lettuce mix yeah that i was growing in my garden you know and i hadn't i hadn't really known these guys very well and they just you can just recognize it you know you recognize the integrity when somebody's doing doing something right and 
that's what we're doing here. We're cooking cooking hogs almost 24-7, you know. The time and the love that goes into it is pretty unmatchable, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, or, you know, there's other people out there doing the same thing, but I think what we're familiar with as, as barbecue, what we're familiar with is a pork chop when you're walking through a grocery store. That's not... I feel like there's a lot of exploitation that can happen with that type of industry, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that when you find a place like Buxton Hall where everything has thought put into it, there's nothing that's just there for convenience. You know, it's, it's all thought through. There's so much time and energy that goes into every single thing that gets served here, you know, from the drinks to the pastries uh, to the barbecue, everything has hours and hours and hours and hours put behind it. And um, and then if you trace that back to the flour that we're using, getting from, you know, from Farm and Sparrow and all the local ingredients, you know, the hogs that just, yeah, thousands, hundreds of thousands of hours going into all this product just to really just to give somebody an experience and to kind of let them see what it's like to really have something that's real and has integrity behind it and has care and thought put into it and it's not yeah it's not just a commodity it's not just something that it's happening for a reason i think yeah yeah and how do you educate the guests on on this uh well from the back of the house you know we love to bring them back and show them the hog cooler oh yeah with the hogs hanging and uh kind of show them the smokers and what we're doing with the firebox and talk to them about the wood and where the wood comes from and um, show them the process let them kind of explain to them how you know nothing on that hog gets wasted everything gets gets used and you know, rendering off, you know, we have barbecue, but then you've got uh, all the bones get made into hog stock, which are used to prepare our side dishes. Um, all the fat we render off and use that in our pastry, you know, uh, pie crusts or all the. I mean, you really use literally every bit uh, of it. Yeah, just everything. I mean, the, the ears, the, the skins all made into dog treats. Like there's just. You know, when you have something that has so much time and energy and, and thought put into it, you can't throw it in a trash can. You have yeah. to, you know, I think same thing kind of I was talking earlier. It's like the model for this, like a way to improve systems that, that we rely upon, whether that's, you know, food or drink. Obviously, everybody can connect on. But um, when you have when you have that like integrity, it just it makes it so much more valuable to, to kind of hold on to it and to remember it and to keep it close to you, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what have you learned, uh, from Elliot and the folks here since you've been here at Buxton Hall? Oh man. I think the most I've learned is probably just stuff about myself. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. My, my family grew up, uh, in Lumberton, North Carolina, which is really close to where Elliot's from, which is in Florence, South Carolina. And a lot of, a lot of the stuff that I've encountered here, I think I mentioned earlier, it kind of feels like I've been waiting my whole life to come here to remind me of all these things that are kind of my roots. And, you know, we have uh, chicken bog is one of our famous dishes here. And it's like, I ate that every day, almost of my life growing up, my mom would make that. And it's like reconnecting with my youth and kind of understanding maybe who I am or who I'm supposed to be. And all this, this path that I've gone through from, you know, restaurant to restaurant. And then this long career that I had in the in the kind of corporate restaurant side of things and then branching off and trying my own thing 
that, that I really believed in as far as the, the farm and stuff goes. Um, I think that the most I've learned is reconnecting with myself and being honest with myself and kind of finding the things that I love and care about the most. Yeah. Uh, it's good to have a, an environment where you're able to do that. Yeah. These, the culture here is absolutely incredible. There's, there's more of a family feeling here than I've really experienced, you know, anywhere that I've been before. And I think it just kind of makes sense to pair that with the, the food, you know, to have such a good, I mean, Chai Pani restaurant group is incredible. Uh, everybody at Buxton Hall is incredible just to, it makes sense to pair those two things together. Yeah. Yeah. For I sure. I don't know that it could be any other way, really. It just, it kind of, it all just works sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. 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 What, um, what do you enjoy the most about what you do every day? I think socializing, getting, yeah. getting to know people. Yeah. One of my, you know, one of my highlights every day is just talking to people, seeing people you care about, getting to know people, getting to know customers, watching, watching customers eat the food, yeah. watch the look on their face when something beautiful sits down in front of them and they're just like, what? Yeah. Kinda, that astonishment of getting, getting something that has so much time and care put into it. And maybe they don't even recognize that, That's that, what I was, that it's there, but I, they I, know. Yeah. Like, you can just tell. Yeah. I mean, you take that first bite, you know, it. there's there, you're not, you know, it's not a drive through. It's not, it's not really, you can't duplicate it. This is, yeah. you get, you get something here and that's what you get. And that's the only place you're ever going to experience that from the, from the cocktails to the atmosphere, you know, to the service, to what, whatever it is, this, this is where you get that. You're not going to find it anywhere else. And I think that uniqueness is amazing, but it's also maybe rep replicable through, the care and the thought that's put into doing it. You know, you could do the same thing with hamburgers or, or, you know, pizza. If, right. if somebody's there to, to care about what they're doing and what they're standing up for and the, the values that they choose to operate under, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think socializing, getting to know people. I mean, the food is a, that's a given. It's just, it's, it's the best thing that we can all sit down and relate to any any person in the world we can all sit down at a table and and share food and we all know if it is terrible we can all <laughs> feel it if it's great even if we're not you know you don't have to be a foodie to sit down and yeah yeah know that what you're what you're feeling and experiencing is incredible so. well i mean look you're um it's neat to hear your story and to listen to how you've you know kind of come back to your roots and you've, you've learned a lot about yourself and you know, you learned, you know, that what you didn't want, uh, which you did for a long time and kind of gradually began to realize that was not what you want. And now you're a part of something that you believe in. And, and when we believe in something that. and yeah, that's right. Value the stuff you don't want so that you can learn what you do want. That's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a good point. That's right. Um, and now you, now you're part of something that you do value a lot and you believe in, which means that you're you know enjoying i'm sure you work very hard um but enjoying that work and getting pleasure out of that work and uh getting fulfillment and uh, you know able to and i'm sure your work is probably better because of it um for sure yeah i mean and you know getting having the opportunity to feel like i'm getting back to my roots is you know awfully inspiring yeah to remember you know the club sandwich i had when i was six years old at the first barbecue restaurant i ever went to and this this random memory pops into my head just 
not searching for it, not asking for it. It just kind of happens, you know, or finding inspiration from whatever, you know, whatever other people love, you yeah. know, somebody loves a certain type of food. That's, that's what I want to make. I want to, I want to satisfy others. You know, I want to, right. I want to make, I want to have, give them the flashback from when they were six years old to yeah. their first barbecue restaurant or, or whatever that is, you know, whatever their experience can be, or people share things with me. And one of, one of my favorite things to do here is to make family meal. Uh, you know, we, we feed the staff twice a day before every shift oh, yeah. service starts and, uh, taking things that you know that they enjoy and then kind of replicating that and sharing it with everybody. Yeah. And it gives it that home feeling, you know? Y'all do that before every shift? Yeah, yeah, twice twice a day wow. before every service. You call it family meal? Family meal, yeah. That's cool. Do y'all, yeah. do y'all sit down and eat together? Absolutely, yeah. Usually 15 or 20 minutes, we'll go over lineup, talk about the menu and, you know, whatever promotional stuff's going on. But, yeah, everybody can't work on an empty stomach. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I love that. And then, you know, the, the inspiration for that comes from really just loving everybody mm-hmm. that I work with and making sure to keep their bellies full, you know? I hear you, man. I hear you. Can't work hard on an empty stomach. So. No, speaking of that, I've got an empty stomach right now, so I want to... Now, I've been here before, and I, I've even got my, my shirt on, my Buxton Hall shirt. I love the barbecue. I'm, I'm a pulled pork barbecue fan, always have been. However, I understand that your chicken sandwiches tremendous uh just was interviewing marijuana and he was he was uh when we got done he was telling me i've got to try that so i'm i gotta dive into one of those yeah yeah it's it's world class i kind of get a little upset sometimes you get a ticket with 15 chicken sandwiches on it nobody gets barbecue nobody gets like, what are we doing here <laughs> 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 no it's uh yeah El- you know elliot worked at chick-fil-a for i think nine or ten years when he was growing I up forgot which, about that I, which is kind of ironic I made the connection when he told me that and I learned about it. It's like, oh, sweet. Well, I don't feel so embarrassed now. Or so, like, you know, that I worked at a corporate chicken wing place right, for right, 10 right. years. Like, yeah. all right, there's a lot There's a lot to learn yeah. and uh, a lot to, to learn from. Yeah. And yeah, so. Well, we'll learn about what you like and what you don't like about, yeah. about yeah, yeah, sure. And the business side, you know, there's a lot of a lot of positive stuff that came, came from all that. And I'm sure he learned a lot about that stuff sure. during his experience, too. But, uh, yeah, the chicken sandwiches are world-class i'd say all right, hard to beat let's get let's get i'll make you one all right yeah. man good stuff enjoyed it very much nick cool thanks a lot all right it was man. nice talking to you